Welcome to the Elite Podcast, where we discuss business, family, and life. Now, welcome to your hosts, Mr. H. Rod himself, Henry Rodriguez, and Ryan Arditi, the SCV MVP. All right, what's up, podcast world? It's your favorite insurance guy, Henry Rodriguez, and I'm here with my co-host, none other than... The SCV MVP. Hey, Diddy. Episode 9, baby. Episode 9. You excited? I'm Ben excited. I'm super excited about our our, uh, actual special guest. Oh, shit. It was totally impromptu also. That's what makes us the best of the best, (laughs) sir. Let's introduce our our, our guest. Please do the honors. She is famous. Santa Clarita famous. Yes, she is. Mrs. Tammy Mai. Miss Tammy Mai, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Not to be mistaken for Jeff Brandolino, because I've been known <laughs> to impersonate the man of the hour did, many times. Did, do you have any idea how disappointed I was when I found out that this guy was not Jeff Brandolino? <laughs> Does she it, know the story? I don't think she knows the story. But I don't know the, the podcast story. world knows the story. Quick story, but we met the first time. I said, hey, I'm Ryan. He's like, you're not Jeff. And then he was gone. Well, you know, gone. Literally walked off. Yeah. Just walked off. Two years later, he finally acknowledged me. <laughs> Two years. You know what? That's funny. I get that a lot, too, when I show up. Never. Oh, man. Never, you're not Jeff Brandolino. Never. I actually thought you, I, you brought your Uber driver when Ryan showed up. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> I'm making some money in Uber, man. Real Santa Clarita's hey, finest. Real estate's rough right now, right, Diddy? <laughs> the MVP mobile, man. <laughs> well, before we start asking questions to Tammy... Let's talk a little bit about some guy talk real quick, Diddy. Okay. Some male talk. What about them Dodgers? We're in first place. We're looking good, Again. Again? And who is this pitcher? Dude, Bobby Miller. Best looking pitcher I've seen in a long time. (laughs) Woo! We won our 10th divisional title in 11 years. I am a little sus, though, man. We are We're very, very skimpy on the pitching going into these playoffs. But you know what? I'm hoping we can get the Cinderella story, and I hope it's not another Dodger season, and I'm hoping we at least get out of the first round. Am I allowed to bring up Urias? Oh, oof. If you want, if you <laughs> want to. No, let's let we that go. We do have a lady on. I know, We yeah. do have a lady let's on. Let's let that go. He, uh, but yeah, but, hey. Don't let me stop I'm, you guys. Yeah, you know what? Strike one. He's on strike two. He's out. He's oh, d- he's, he's gone. Is they took down all of the mirror. Oh, he's, oh, he's not even on there. They, they, they Trevor Bowered his ass for sure. He's done. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe we win this year because the expectations weren't what they used to be, right? I would I would agree. And I'm still hoping that we pick up Shohei in the offseason. Oh, so I went to an Angel game really quick. I didn't realize how many people love this guy. He wasn't oh, even playing. You were telling me about this. Yeah, yeah, wasn't even playing in the dugout. And every inning, they're taking pictures of him. Thousands of people. Huge following. Huge following. Huge following. Please come to L.A. Man, hey. Honey. Hey, Shohei, if you're watching, man, you're going to look great in blue, baby. Oh, blue with your eyes. It hey. matches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What about them Lakers, man? Woo! Lakers season It's, it's almost NBA season. I mean, I'm stretching, starting to play a little more ball. You know, Are it's you? time. Well, uh, don't you know, tell me you're an ex-ball player also. Kind of like you're lying about being a football star. <laughs> I can't really lie about being an ex-basketball <laughs> player. I'm 5'7 on a good day, you know? All right. Well, you know what? Let's bring Tammy back into the mix. Tammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Started real estate in 1997. Uh, got my real estate license back then. Paired up with Jeff in, I think, 2002. 2006, 2005. So Jeff and I have been together since 2005 doing real estate in Santa Clarita. Wow. So you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. You've seen all the different cycles. Ebbs and flows and different stages, different markets, real, you know. Yeah. I've What's seen it all. your take on today's market? I think it's challenging. I think it brings it uh, brings a lot of us agents to go back to the basics. Okay. Um, 
The you voice know, and I have talked about that a lot, <clears throat> the basics. Yeah, we've gone through different markets, and it's always rough when it first hits you, and then we just adapt. And we, you know, modify what we're doing to adjust to whatever the market's, you know, presenting to us. Yeah. When yeah. I started my career at uh, Remax, I met Tammy with Jeff. Okay. She treated me like she thought I was Jeff. Same like you, you <laughs> She know? treated you like an Uber driver. Like an Uber driver. <laughs> That's not right. 20 years later, we're Uber driving still. Yeah. So. The Voice, you had, you had a good question for Miss Mai, didn't you? Well, yes, I did. Um, it's Mrs. Mai. Mrs. Mai. Sorry. Have you met Mr. Mai? I have, but I hear he's a hell of a bowler. I uh, worked really hard for that, so we're going to call me Mrs. Can I use the word sexy bowler on I'm this I'm telling podcast? you, if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. Once you see it. How did he do? Oh, uh, how did he look is the question. You got to look good. The feel good. Oh, yeah. good. You know all the kids saying He could have pulled a gutter ball and it was a strike. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Well, the question, and I just learned this uh, this past week, is uh, you could tell a lot about somebody and their personality by their fla- favorite, f- favorite favorite flavor. flavor. There we go. There we go. Oh, ice cream. There we go. <laughs> Everything else, right? There, there we go. The voice. Yeah. <laughs> that was wow. a good little segue. Right Try saying that ten times faster. <laughs> yeah. Never tried that before. So, what's your favorite uh, ice cream? Rocky Road. What? Ooh. There you are go. You, are you ready for all the realness that's about all to right. come? And what Bring that it. actually means about your personality. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. I'm going to read it through real oh, quick. Oh, good, because I like Rocky Road, too. Yeah. Last but not least, we have Rocky Road. So you're definitely not the least. The rich and complex flavors beloved by many. Ooh. If you're a Rocky Road ice cream lover, you're probably someone who has a lot going on beneath the surface. You're a creative and imaginative person who sees the world in a unique um, in an announced way, you also now I can't read. They're big words. <laughs> I, I like yeah, sherbet. I made, I made one. I made one. I made one error, and then I. Can't, and, and, I yeah. like rainbow sherbet. You're also an emotional individual who isn't afraid to deeply and express their feelings in honesty. Yep. yep. Who made yep. this up about ice cream? Are you kidding me? Right. I now? just learned and oh, after what? they read me the description. It, it's it's true. It was spot on. It's spot on. Yeah. yeah. Re- Banana yours. and walnuts. Nobody wants to hear about the voice. I do. I do. I, I do. You got you got three fans. Your voice. <laughs> well, um, cookies and cream ice cream is my favorite. Oh, I want to hear this every freaking night. <laughs> yeah. No, that's peaches and cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fans of cookies and cream ice cream are often seen as playful, creative, and youthful. They have a strong sense of imagination and enjoy indulging in whims from time to time. 1,000% the voice. Did you read the description, then pick the ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) I did it blindfolded. I like that, actually. Since we're talking about flavors and food and stuff like that, we had had a brief discussion about spam. (laughs) Tell us about your love of spam, because I loved it. I grew up on it. I love me some spam. So I was talking to some guy... Tamir, right? I mean, Tamar. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names. And he said, you know, I said, have you ever had spam? And he just looked at me and he's like, what, what's that? I mean, if you, I mean, if you didn't grow up poor, you've never had spam. I loved her rebuttal to that. You know, and he didn't even fight it. He, he didn't, didn't even argue. He didn't even say nothing. But yeah, spam. It's like a block of salt, though, right? It's, it's a block like, of heaven, it, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's a block of goodness, for sure. <laughs> Throw a little rice in there. Woo. Why, so why, why do you, wait, why do you got to bring up the rice? Because you, is it because I'm you, here? Do you, oh, know, do you okay. know I was raised I by a Korean? I think that the <laughs> Wait, spam, you can... My slap. stepdad, since I was four years oh. old, 
Is Sen- Korean. Is Henry trying to relate to me? You think he's 1, Latino, but he's not. <laughs> right. He's, 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 multicultural. he's more Korean than Latino. 100%. Yes. I yes. grew up on Spam and some kimchi. That's right. <laughs> I grew up on uh, gefilte fish <laughs> and fideo. But Spam with sushi and real quick is did good. You, did you throw in the fideo? Fideo. Is that your 116? We don't right pronounce now? it with the fideo. It's, it's like fideo. It's fideo. Fideo. There we go. There we go. Fideo. Would you rather have Spam or the fideo? Oh, Spam. Yeah. yeah. How about that? If grandma, if grandma was still around, I would look up. We did that fideo oh, all day long. All Just day long. Just like that, he leaves. <laughs> Just like that. Hey, Tammy, something that I've always admired and almost <clears throat> uh, uh, respect for sure, but the way you have raised your daughters it's mm-hmm. truly incredible mm-hmm. can you talk about them a little bit um and uh we're definitely gonna get them prom dates by the way <laughs> i hear they're seniors at what school west ranch high school okay. um i hope they don't hear this but <laughs> the, my, the my twins are looking for prom dates uh, uh jacob lazor <laughs> are you i hope you're watching man do they like friends? logan's probably a little yeah. older uh, they your, like boys with really long hair and colored eyes <laughs> Send your resume to to Theo Henry and Theo Ryan. I do have a 19 year old, but that probably won't work out. That's creepy now. Is that creepy? Consider creepy. No, and I, I, in all seriousness, I I do appreciate you. Um, I I grew up. I came here when I was four, and um, you know, my mom stayed back in Vietnam because she was paralyzed from the hip down from childbirth. So I didn't really have a connection with the mom. And when I was 15, I went into the foster system. So I was in foster care for about two years until I was emancipated. Um, If you're able to prove to the courts that you're able to just support yourself and you've got a place to stay and and you can prove that to the judge, they'll let you emancipate. So I was a hustler back then, too, taking care of business. Her story is remarkable. No No, idea, Tammy Mai. It's super remarkable. Yeah. And you were born in in Vietnam? Vietnam. Came here when I was four. But uh, to the the parenting thing, you know, I mean, when you're don't when you don't have a parent, you you can I, I don't know how to say it, but I mean, I wanted to give my kids every single thing that I didn't have. And that doesn't really mean materialistic things. It's love and guidance and talking and relating and, you know, just setting them up so that they can succeed in their own environment, not to my standards, but to their standards so that every day when they're going through whatever they're going through, they're doing it, you know, the way that they want to handle it and be successful. I had a chance real quick to go to her event, the Titan for Teens, and it was amazing. How many people were at this event? Thank you for asking, Ryan. Um, we served 250 foster kids. Um, wow. So not all of them, a lot of them were 18 and under, and we also served the transitional sector, which are uh, foster kids that have tra- transitioned out of the system. So when they're no longer in the system, they they go into, I don't, I don't know what the code is, I'm so sorry, but they're tra- transitional. And so Tidings for Teens also gave funds so that they can have clothes to buy to go to job interviews, college, um, and things like that. So. And this is something that you founded with your girls. I it was with my partner Kelly Mina and myself. Okay. Um, you know, not. I think things work in amazing ways. I was in foster care for two years. Um, was I necessarily put there because of abuse? No, I think it was just um, I was an, an American, and my parents were back in Vietnam, and you know there was not a good communication, and they wanted me to study, 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 and. Tammy Mai had her own agenda. <laughs> you know, Hustler wanted, from day one right <clears throat> here. Hustler from day one. But, you know, I wanted to hang out. I wanted to do things. I didn't want to study all of the time. And so there was a lot of, you know, and then anyway, that story. But I think that 
were put in certain situations for to be of service in the future because I'm so vocal and because I'm so passionate and I'm all about the kids and stuff. And I think I needed to go through those two years so that my voice today could be from experience when I ask for donations and I speak to the community um, cause I know how it feels to, you know, be picked up out of a home and sent from one home to another, um, that, and then the, the funny thing is fast forward, my kids and, um, my kids did, uh, cheer, um, all-star cheer, if you will. And Kelly Mina, whom I never knew before. I mean, I knew of Mike Mina, but you know, we weren't really. I don't know Mike Mina, right? Well, who was that? Yeah. Some guy, some dude. He's related to Tamir. But um, so we, we got to talking one time and she, you know, it turned out that she was a social worker. And I said, no way. You know, I, I was a foster kid. And she said, yeah, I was working at Hathaway Children's Services, which is a group home in Sunland. It's since um, closed down now. I think they moved to Los Angeles. But back then it was in Sunland. And Kelly and I missed each other by six months. Wow. Uh, she was at one of the cottages that I lived in and, you know, the girl sector and we missed each other six months, but then we were brought back together now in this. Wait, she was in foster care. She was a social worker. Oh, oh wow. She was wow. A you were there. Worker. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, if, if it wasn't for the six months, she would have been ma- managing my hustle and trying <laughs> oh, to keep wow. me. You know, can wow. you imagine Kelly? No. So, um, yeah. And, and that's how Tammy, it started. What a legacy you're leaving behind to so you. I mean, your, your upbringing, what an incredible story. Thank you. But now you're doing this with your daughters. Talk to us about um, what it's like raising teenage daughters in today's world, today's society. Raising CEOs. Have you yeah. met these girls? Oh. oh, they're CEOs. If you guys are fortunate enough yes. to meet Tammy's daughters, <laughs> very, very, nothing but respect, mad no. respect. Thank you. Um, I have three daughters. Uh, Christina's 25 and the twins are 17. You know, I've told a lot of people, you know, you can have a lot of kids you know, because you'll always make money, right? Everybody in this room, we're all hustlers. Like if we needed to clean toilets, whatever it takes, we're going to make the money. The money can be made. Ryan still cleans yeah. toilets. <laughs> he hasn't stopped. The, the money can be made. I think what's hard is the worry. You know, you're constantly worrying. And, yeah. and um, raising daughters in today's, I, I can't speak to sons, but daughters, it's hard. You know, they're emotional. There's a lot of, you know, different social media. There's so many things. Back then, back when we were growing up, we can see our enemy, whether it's like profile, you know. At school. At school. On the phone. Stranger, danger, whatever. We saw them. Mm -hmm. But today, we don't don't know who we're fighting. Yes, good point. So the, the, the work at home, the communication, the bonding, the connection with your kids is just so much more important now more than ever. Hey, but you're making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Where, where are the girls looking to go to school after high school? Well, um, we're starting to apply next week, uh, next week or next month. They they ha- the girls handle their own business. Um, yeah, they so do. They either you know want to go to East Coast direct PA. One of them might become a doctor. We're not sure, but all of my girls are public servants, nursing. I love it. And, yeah, yeah, you can see it in their eyes. They're going somewhere. I tell you all the time. I had a chance to meet them because Logan, remember we met in elementary school? They yes. were in, what, second grade? Mm-hmm. Logan was in fourth grade. And I told her back then, these girls are going to be something. Yeah, yeah. My Absolutely. son, too. He's on his way. But I looked at them. I'm like, okay, they got something in their eye. Yeah, Aww, for sure. Thank you. That look, that's the eye of the tiger. That's what that is right there. <laughs> we need that song right now. <laughs> the eye of a tiger. <laughs> hey, boys, why don't you throw in some questions for us? All right, let's get going then. Uh, let's start with, uh, 
Henry. Oh, great. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to know what what it is that you're struggling with this week. Oof, that's a loaded question. This week, what am I struggling with? Um, Ryan R. Diddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's top five for sure. Thank you, Tammy. You feel my pain. Um, We actually love each other. What am I struggling with this week? Um, Your height. I wish it was a little <laughs> bit taller. <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, I think this week is finding more time for the boys. I've been incredibly busy <clears throat> ramping up. As you know, voice, I like to plan things. And it's so like planning for the podcast, planning for the week, the agency. There's a lot going on um, with uh, a lot of up, uh, up and coming things with Elite. So just a lot going on right now. But so finding the time, carving out the time to spend time with the kids has been um, very vague this week, um, but I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time with them on Saturday because it looks like Saturday there's no baseball, no golf, no nothing, right. so I'm going to prioritize them on, on Saturday. I like it. I know we talk a lot back and forth, but you are an amazing dad. Thanks, bro. Okay? Thanks. We talk a that lot. That does mean a lot to it me. It does, right? <laughs> Even coming from me. Even coming from you, yeah. for sure. Love you, Henry's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Even Henry Rodriguez has his struggles. Okay? Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. It took him a while to answer the oh, question. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's jump into you, Ryan. Oh, great. I want you to uh, share your greatest fear. Ooh. Ooh. I wish I was a little bit. To, no. <laughs> is, um, it, is it your nose on camera? Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Where's the spam? Do we have spam? Why do you always hit me with the hard question? One of, you talk from I, your heart, bro. So. I think one of my biggest fears is to become irrelevant. I don't want to be irrelevant. Okay. And I think that's, that's why I uh, continue to put myself out there and do things to stay relevant. So I think my biggest fear probably is to be irrelevant. I don't want to be irrelevant. Let, let's that peel cheesy? that onion back a little, <laughs> little bit more. Next question. <laughs> what, what does it actually mean? So if like, let's go worst case scenario. If you were actually irrelevant, what does that mean to you? Because I think it would mean different. I'm probably to... cleaning toilets. <laughs> That's what that means. Like, I, I you know, I feel like People I've thinking come... you're Jeff Brandolino? Is that <laughs> it? From classy to ashy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I just, I think you work so hard to get somewhere. I just, you're, the fear of that going away. Okay. Right? I guess okay. the fear of that just disappearing. So when I say relevant, like in terms of business. Business, relevant. okay. Yeah, right. not so much my family or... Uh, they personal. already think you're irrelevant. So yeah, they're, it's all yeah, good. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they think I am irrelevant. Love you, kids. Uh, but probably I'd say if, if we're talking business, more to- terms of uh, being irrelevant. Okay. Nice. Am all I right. sweating? Or not? A little bit. You got me nervous. Dab the nose. Dab the nose, buddy. You definitely pulled yourself out of that. Abort. 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 Yeah. All right. And Tammy. Share your morning or nightly routine or both. You know, I know that you're a very uh, organized person. So I think this is going to be good for people to hear. Oh, man. You guys are going to hate me. I'm up at 5, 530. She lost me already. (laughs) Her and the voice are super similar. Watch this. You know, know, I pack lunch for the kids, my husband, do all of that, clean up. Um, I used to work out in the morning. I'm trying to find my my ha- my happy place. I'm trying to work out in the morning, trying to work in the, out in the afternoon. I'm very like systematic. The house has to be perfect before I head out. Yep. Um, just very organized, yeah. you know. Can we peel that onion back a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. Uh, to Ryan, <laughs> Ryan would yeah. say a little neurotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 
Tim, I have a question for you. <laughs> Wait, no, we no, we just finished. I didn't even plan for this. Like Ryan was like, I said, Ryan, we had lunch and Ryan's like, I go, Ryan, what are you doing today? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see Henry Rodriguez. I'm like, I like oh, I wanna see State Farm. Let me go. Let me roll with And you. our other special guests. <laughs> yeah. Other special guests. And so I go. And the next thing you know, I'm here. I've got they're asking me about my they're asking me about my rocky road now i'm gonna ask you about your boss jeff brendolino what is he like uh what is he like working with him he's a man of mystery yeah you know what that's an easy question for me he's an amazing boss he's very um he's tough don't get me wrong i mean that guy stresses me out so much (laughs) you know like he says something and i jump because you know he demands um, results and um, but whatever he asks for he gives like so he asks me for 150% he gives me 175 I like it I mean that's sincere I like there it. is no Brandolino group without this one well, no, but yeah, I, the heart the brain the whatever else no you guys gave it. me a microphone let me tell you he <laughs> is so talented you know, I can be spinning on a problem for days, and usually when I come to him, I need to. I usually will give solutions mm-hmm. to whatever scenario, and I'm spinning on, over something for like two or three days. I'm like, shit, I gotta go to him. He's not gonna be happy about this. I walk in, and within two seconds, he's got a solution for me. And I'm like, how the hell does he do that? But then that makes him Jeff Brandon, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. Um, have I learned anything from him? Absolutely not. Because <laughs> he goes so fast. Like, I'm at 50 miles per hour. That guy is like at 100. I don't even yeah. know what Jeff Brandolino looks like. <laughs> Let's pull up his uh, high school picture. Yeah, his exactly, high school picture. Exactly. Let's get exactly. his high school picture. The mullet? We're getting him on Do here eventually. Do you have a mullet? Eventually, eventually, I think. Yeah. Does he have a mullet? Was it a mullet picture? <laughs> I I'm hope gonna, it was at this point. I'm getting fired after this sometime. <laughs> he would never. So, he would never. State Farm? <laughs> I would hire you in a heartbeat. Okay. Do, do I'm cleaning get... toilets. We could do it together. Should we do it together? So, uh, can I ask the voice a question? Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't have a question. No, I, was trying no, to, I was trying to deflect. So, I was trying the to... listeners want a question the, for the voice. The voice said, don't ask him anything about the Dodgers because all of a sudden he's not a Dodger fan anymore. Wow. I know he doesn't know anything about football at all and probably very little about basketball as well. Let's but he talk knows about all the st- about the stairs. I know. Let's talk about the stairs. The stair <laughs> Hey, boys, so what, what, what about the stairs, the Central Park stairs, should our audience know? It's a great place for the community to come out and whether they're starting their journey or in mid-journey, find support, uh, bring the community together when in a time of need. I mean, they've only been around for a few months, but I mean, I like to call it the heartbeat now for sure. Oh, I hear the people heartbeat. Yeah, okay. definitely. I was gonna say I hear people talking about this random just at restaurants. Did he say heartbeat or heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. You, <laughs> no. gotta, get, you gotta get doing, to a hundred first. If you're doing a hundred sets, <laughs> probably insane. a heart attack. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Like yeah. just everybody, all of the feedback, and and you're giving like. You know, the stairs is giving these people hope because they're out there. Some of them couldn't do six. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they're knocking out 15, 20, 25, yeah, you know, and the community on, on social media, too. They're so supportive. Oh, I, mean, I mean, that's something that's super inspirational that The Voice did was this mofo 
So he challenged everyone in August. Yes. To do um, a hundred a hundred sets. Correct? August one hundred. So hundred up and down. Hundred up and down. Yeah. Not yeah, so steps. yeah, well, you know, go up down. That's yeah. one time. So do that a hundred times throughout the month. Well, this dude decided to do it a hundred times in one day. Jesus. Shut okay. Up. So my follow up question to that is, what kind of David Goggins <laughs> bullshit did you have to be? <laughs> what did you take? What are you talking to yourself? What are what's going on in your head on how about oh, this on round number like 97 or something? No, round 75. <laughs> Let's go I down. Mean, think about that. I mean, we could really get into it. It, it was 67. Yeah. Okay. The oh, there, there you go. When yeah. you hit the wall, as they say, yeah, right? Man. A little bit. In, it, was that your 40% that David Goggins talked about? I mean, dude. Right, if we're filling ourselves up with all this motivation and reading all these books mm-hmm. and a fan of David Goggins, right? Like, I don't know if I get to a hundred without knowing that I'm could push further and yeah. could do more. And it and if you're reading and and I'm talking to about myself too, it you could learn everything and you could listen to everything, but until you start implementing things into your life, right. it, it's just yeah. reading. And for those of you who don't know. The what we're, we're referencing in terms of like I guess the the uh, the David Goggins saying is when you're fe- when you're feeling like you're done like it's absolutely over, he says you're only forty percent there. Yeah, because and so mental. that's what we're talking about. It's mental. Yes, yeah. it's a mental thing. Yeah, and yeah, no, sixty-seven, seventy, man, crying <laughs> for no reason, like literally no reason. It's a mental. Oh, yeah. one hundred percent. It was yeah. a number game. Yeah. you know, I remember being at. Um, Thought I was at 97, right? And at this point, it was taking about an hour just to knock out 10, which I can normally do in 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. right? So getting to feeling that I was at 97 and getting to the top and being told that I was only at 92 was a complete emotional breakdown for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, so close but so far, oh. right? Like knowing that I'm going to be out here in the heat for another hour and just nothing left in the tank. And uh, I think a yeah. lot of that resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, 100%. Right? I mean, how many of us are right there and we feel like we still got to keep going and can't? So right. you guys are looking at from one side, like, you know, we've been there, we've, we've out, of, out of gas, all of that. You guys mm. are looking at it from that side. I'm looking at it from, dude, you did 92. Come on. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's celebrate our wins, too. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, I don't finish my 100 if my son doesn't uh, show up. Oh, mm, that's just real. That's cool, yeah. He's the only one that knew that that day that I was going out for 100. And everyone kept asking you, what's your number? What's your number? And this dude would not say it. I wanted 100 people to finish. That was my goal. I wanted 100 people to finish 100. Mm. And so I never counted all month. And we got so dang close. We got to 97. And so being that close, I knew that I was going to have to do pull out the 100, right? So that way we I can count mine. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. So, okay, guys, I'm counting today. I on think the you counted day. three of them. Go There's like three of him. Yeah. <laughs> the voice, the other guy, <laughs> and the other guy. Right? Brian, you want to split a hundred? <laughs> I did forty. Fifty sounds miserable. Yeah. Let's do it a hundred. Oh yeah. man. Would you do it again? Ooh. Hey. Knowing what you know now. I wouldn't do it in that heat again okay. because it was super hot. That is a game changer. Yeah. That 100%. heat. One hundred percent. But I was training for it, and and not to get like too deep into it, but 
like I didn't even realize it. And people had asked me along this journey of losing all the this weight since January. It's like, what are you training for? What are you training for? And I'd always be like, I don't know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely training, yeah. right? And and it I love dawned, that answer. Yeah, yeah, it dawned on me in that moment. I was training for that moment. Yeah, right. That's I'm awesome. Infrared sauna at 160 degrees for 35 minutes every Monday. <clears throat> Man, it was hot out there, but it's not 160 degrees yeah, hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? That heat is a game changer. Because yeah. we also did a special something special for 9-11. Right. Oh, and the day before, that was awesome too. I did a little practice run because I promised this guy that I would <laughs> I would do it. I would do it for him, and that I would um, uh, do it with weight. So I did it with a 50 pound ruck, or sorry, 40 pound ruck, and I went and practiced the day before, and I barely got five done. And I, I looked at my fiance and I said, "How the hell am I gonna get? How many was it? 14, 14 wow. done." But what we did in the morning, which, when it was a lot cooler, it's a big difference. It was so the fact that you did a hundred. In the heat, dude. Yeah. Kudos to you, man. Well, thank you. And I mean, fourteen with a fifty-pound vest on is kudos to you as well, too. But it ain't a hundred, dude. I had people calling me worried about you. Oh yeah. My mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were. My mom called me worried about me, and I got in big trouble for that stunt. (laughs) They're like, "How is he doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. When do you plan on moving?" It works great. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, Mrs. Maya and the Voice have a lot of similarities in terms of. I agree. It, right, we both I agree with that. I like agree. they want to give back and they help people. They inspire people. Not a lot of people have that in them. So right. kudos to you both. Kudos I, to you both. I'm gonna uh, disagree with you on the elite this podcast. A lot. We disagree. Doesn't everybody um, disagree yeah. with you? Oh yeah. I think a lot of us do want to give and do want to help others. A lot of us don't know how or they don't have the platform. I think what the voice has done is he's taken. Um, he's taken his his special powers and used it for good. I like that yeah. special powers. Please don't powers. give him special powers. <laughs> Ryan's <Damn>. jealous again. <laughs> he wants a whole segment on Ryan. That's, what it, that's why. Well, what's the special power? No, I think just bringing people together. Yeah, I'm going to tell you kidding. that 9-11, I did participate. Mm-hmm. And when I am when I was going up and down, I, I up there I was just thinking about these firefighters. And I cried. I cried going up and down. There was um, just looking at the flag and thinking about the the sacrifice and what they had to endure that day and then to have lost it and thinking about their family members. Um, It was a small thing for us to be able to do. It made me feel a part of, and I, I I, I can't think of the words. I'm getting emotional, but... It was really something very yeah. special. You know, real, I just want to say it's kind of created hope for people, even with the tragedy with the, with the uh, the, the sheriff. sheriff yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The <sighs> fact that people can go there and I don't want to use the word feel better, but like camaraderie. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you're you're building a sense of community. Yeah. That's what it is. I would love to share a story about that as long as we're at this point now. Yeah, um, let's, let's go. go. Yeah. So I mean, nobody Deputy... wants to hear about Tammy Mai, so go ahead, the voice. <laughs> well, Deputy Ryan, right? Yeah. Um, clink, as I learned that they call him. So we set up, you know, a memorial for him and a table where people could sign and write cards to the mother and um, drop that off before the sun rose, right? And already had people ready to sign it as soon as I got there at like 6 a.m., 545. And throughout the day, people were just coming and going. And I would like, there was the newscast came out, and I'm just like so busy and backed up with work. Like, they're like, you gotta come, the news is here. And I'm like, I gotta work today, you know, <laughs> and I'm coming back tonight. So if they could stick around, 
whatever. By the time I got back up there at about 7.30 at night, because the sun starts to come down at that time, I was coming to collect everything so that way we could present it to the family, right? Not knowing where we're going to find the family, how we're going to get in touch with the family. 7.30 at night, as I'm walking up, I could just see that the stairs at top are packed, right? I get up to the top, and one of the ladies that are on the stairs tells me that's the family. Right? Wow. They showed up. Wow. They showed up. Wow. They, wow. they saw it on Instagram, right? And um, I sat there and watched them for a good 45 minutes. Didn't want to interrupt what they were doing. They were telling stories. They were cheersing at the top. They were, like, just all wrapped around that table that we had set up, just sharing about his life. Oh. I had the I'm opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had the opportunity to meet mom, oh. say, wow. brother. Oh. And uh, when I went and was talking to mom, you know, she thanked us because she said, this is what's keeping us going. Wow. She was so, so strong yeah. that it made me weak, crumble. I could not, I cannot even get the words out. And I was just, all I could be like, this is for you. Yeah. Man. Right? And and I, we left. We left everything for them. They took it home. We didn't have to find them. We actually got their address, and we have another 300 cards for the family. Wow. That entire week, people just kept on coming. We kept on filling the box up with more and more cards. And that that's what I mean when I say it's now the heartbeat of Santa Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? That's wow. awesome. Yeah. And what's the name of this episode? <laughs> the heartbeat of, of Santa Cruz. Oh, thank you, man. That was awesome. Wow. I mean, yeah. I don't. I love how it just organically started. You didn't start for publicity. No. You didn't start for people to know. You didn't. It was. You didn't know where this was going. I just. I. I just wanted thirty people to hang out with and <laughs> try to get up and down the stairs. But I was tired of competing against yeah. Brenda every day. You know. And he so went she's 30. looking great, by the way. Oh. She's, yeah, are you yeah, hitting on great. Brenda Cervantes? Man, every, hey, shout out, Brenda. <laughs> are you hitting on Brenda in front, right here? Like me and Brenda got a thing. I mean, we're we're, we're pretty tight. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to put a plug in from my voice here. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, oh, he's, he's looking, looking good. good. He's looking yeah, good. he's looking good. He has white pants and white shorts now, baby. Let's go. Yeah, what's up with that? Man. I'm going to Mexico next week. It's all white <laughs> right there. What? Nah, you should be proud, man, both of you. Well, awesome. What an emotional episode. I know. I don't even know how to tie this up. Let's line it up a little bit, <laughs> okay? And we'll wrap it up with this. What's up with this Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift stuff going on? <laughs> this dude had a week. I know, I know people that didn't even know who Travis Kelsey was. All of a sudden, now as a Kelsey fan, buying his jersey, following him on Instagram. Tammy, what are you hearing about this? They're a, they're a thing. They're Swift, a thing. Swifty is a thing, huh? They're a thing. I, I would say this. If you follow the NFL, which is the biggest sport on the planet, planet yeah. okay, you know who Travis Kelsey is. So of the okay? two brothers, this one is the more playboyish, yes, right? Yes, for sure. So yeah. I'd like podcast. to see. They have a lot oh, of they? Yeah, they have a okay. podcast. They have almost 5 million followers. He's known. I think what it is is she took him to where people outside of the well, NFL. I'll tell you yeah. where she took him. He gained 300,000 followers wow. yeah, that Sunday. One day. One day. He uh, His uh, his merch went up 400%. Wow. Okay. And then his jersey is now a top five selling NFL jersey. Uh, throughout the whole league. This happened, this happened yeah. just this Sunday. Yeah. The because power of Taylor, social media. The power of, of Taylor Swift. I know. <laughs> How? This chick. Yeah. Man. Talk about some influence, huh? She's an amazing artist, but people... 
it's on another level. Yeah, I haven't seen level. anything. It's like the Beatles, I heard. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's remarkable. Beatles to the next level because, I mean, now she has this digital platform. You know what's yeah. funny? So his brother plays for the Eagles. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, they show the, the picture. It's Kelsey Swift. There's a guy named Swift on the Eagles. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like they always joke like Kelsey and Swift. It's All funny. Right. All right. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for thank being you. on our show. Hey, uh, Ryan, sign us off. Episode 9, man. Episode 9, Elite Podcast. This was a good one. Make sure you watch. Much love. Hey, we'll see you later. The Heartbeat of Santa Cruz, your favorite insurance guy, Henry Rodriguez, and the SEV and VP. We're out.